We ready to start this thing here? Frick yeah, we are. Let's get it going. Welcome to the Dan and Jordan Show, right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. And we're here again to make up some stuff for you and kind of create imaginary worlds right before your eyes. Yeah, it's like mental Play-Doh. We're going to sculpt things, we're going to play them out, and it's totally made up off the top of our heads. Nothing is pre-planned, everything is 100% spontaneous. That's right. See, what I said before, I said we were going to do it before your very eyes. You're not going to see us. We're going to do it before your ears. So those kind of mistakes can happen. Those things can happen when we're making things up. And if we were in person, we'd be doing things in front of other parts of your body. In front of your toes, perhaps. In front of your knees. In front of, maybe in front of your back. I don't know. Maybe you're facing away from us. The whole body's fair game at that point. Exactly. You're out in the open. No privacy. That was a fine kill. I've kind of been stalking this rhino for quite some time. They're, uh, they're a serious threat. And... You're going to be celebrated for what you've done. That's good to hear. I was just doing it for personal fulfillment, but if people like it, what I do, then that's the way it is. Well, they're calling you a hero. That's the word that they've chosen. Huh. Must have really been terrorizing the place. It, that's exactly what was happening. I didn't want to use the T word. Wow. But, uh, you know, the word on the street where the people are are talking all about their people's hero. Really? Saying how you got them out of that situation. And they were thankful because that rhino just trampled all over that place. Good. Well, I got him now, so... That's good. There's uh, there's another threat. There's an octopus. Oh, really? Yeah, and the people are hoping that you will deal with it. Where does an octopus even live? Probably in the sea in some way, right? Uh, well, it's just... It's by the sea. Okay, so not in the sea? Most of the action's going on in the downtown core. Oh. Yeah. Oh, really? It's a city-dwelling octopus. At a science exhibit. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, yeah, I think maybe I could do something about that. I'm used to urban combat. Okay. I thought it was going to be a sea-based thing here, but yeah, I'm, I'm into urban combat, sure. Yeah. I mean, that is where you'd think you'd find an octopus. Right. But, uh, they're doing a lot of science. A lot of good work these days. A lot of good work in, 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 in the, the city. In the octopus exhibit. In the city, too, obviously. Yeah, in yeah. the city. Okay, yeah. great. Well, so I'll I'll get right on that then. That's good. Also, good. Would, you, would you sign this for me? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, of course. I mean... Thanks. I'm ready to sign. Wanted to... Sharpie here. It's a great picture of us. No one's going to believe that I ran into you. <laughs> weird that I'd sign your cell phone screen like that, but that's completely fine. Well, that's going to be worth a lot of money to me. It will. Thank you for what you do. Well, you're welcome. You know, I just think these animals that come around here and try to either invade our cities or even peacefully cohabitate with us in our cities are a big problem. You know, I've seen gorillas take kids, try to drown them in rivers. Yeah. Who hasn't? It's a horrible thing. It is a horrible thing. I've seen crocodiles grab kids, try to drown them in rivers. It's a good place to drown a kid if you're going to do it. And animals know this. Yeah, they're instinctual. Instinctually, That's why they know it. Serial killers are animal like. Great observation. Great observation. Thank you. Because I've said that to myself many times. I've said, you know what? Serial killers are really animal like in a lot of ways because they don't think the same way as you or I do. No, they don't. See, when I see an animal, what I see is just a ruthless machine designed only for the slaughtering and subjugation of the entire human species. So really, allowing zoos to exist in our cities is a double-edged sword, I think. It's a house of murder. I would love that if that was the case. But the fact is, it's animals locked away, which is great. I'm in favor of that. Obviously, I'm in favor of animals being locked away. No question. But here's the problem, though. They're also on display. So people are walking through and seeing them. 
And you know, a lot of people laugh when they see these animals rolling around. They they have fun at their antics. They're putting on shows for these people. And that's all that it is. It's just a show. It's not indicative of an animal's real behavior. Because you turn an animal loose, and it would slaughter every last one of them. And I know that from experience. Because I've set animals loose on people to test this hypothesis. And you know what happened? Slaughters across the board, across multiple different animals, across multiple different groups of people, all ages, races, colors, creeds. Didn't matter to the animals whatsoever. Slaughtered them. That's why you're the people's champ. Keeping our cities safe. Thank you. You know, I just think it's time somebody spotted these threats and neutralized them quickly. Because for too long, there's been these government conservation programs. They're trying to conserve animals. They're trying to save a polar bear. Do you understand that? A bear. They're trying to save a bear. You think a bear wants to save you? No. A bear wants to rip you to shreds. Rip you completely apart. Make you mincemeat. Mince you up. Exactly. I can see I'm preaching to the choir here. I can see you're already converted. Yeah, of course. I'm sorry. I get passionate when I speak on this topic. And I love to listen because... uh, you know what? As as a reporter, I think uh, you're also doing a great job, and this is what the people need. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You know, not enough people cover my work in this positive light. There are these animal rights groups out there. I'm not sure if you've heard of these things like PETA and all that. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? These these mainstream journos, they keep just putting out fake stuff about it. That's exactly right. They say don't shoot a tiger. But they never mentioned that the tiger has a child's head in its jaws. Yeah, or maybe several in its tummy. Probably. You can't know that it doesn't. It's safer to just stop it at the source right where it is. Right where it is, exactly. Boom, you see a tiger, bam. What's that tiger doing there? Are you on that tiger? No? Well, you should be. Immediately. That's your duty as a human being. As a citizen of the world. As a citizen of the world, as a citizen of Earth. I don't know if you've seen this, but what I'm hearing now is a lot of people are allowing animals to live inside their home and to not only let them live inside their... Get this. This is the most unbelievable part of this. I don't... This is insane. They're letting these animals just urinate inside their home, to defecate inside their home. They're putting trays of food out for these animals and just feeding them. They're feeding these animals. They're growing stronger off human work. That is deplorable. It's insane. I've never heard of anything like it before. Now... To be fair, I've never seen or experienced this myself. This is just something I've heard secondhand. But if this is true, it's alarming. It is alarming. And I think that anybody who wouldn't address an animal living in their house, I mean, they're just not doing their citizenly work. That's what I think. Whoever has somebody's hair on them, that's who's in charge. Well, that's that's who's... The hair is the dominant thing. That's right, exactly. You come in with the fur of a dog on you. Then the dog's really coming in there, not you. It's basically the dog walking in the room. Exactly. And barking at you. Can you? It's laughable. I'm sorry to laugh, but it's laughable. A dog barking at you. You know a snake sheds its skin? Uh, of course I know that. I've seen some people come Disgusting. in and they have just like a scale of the snake on their skin really? from handling it. That's the snake coming in. That's, I completely agree. It's like they slither into the room. And there they are. And there they are, hissing and sizzling and whatever they're doing. The feather of a peacock. Oh, that's disgusting. People disgusting. put those in their hats. If Ugh. it's on top of your head, then it's above your brain. And what does that make you? A bird brain. That's why we use these terms as insults in the first place. Because people inherently know being a bird brain is a bad thing. 
animals-based sayings are always true. Across the board. Across the board. Ah, it's for the birds. Curiosity killed the cat. Don't cross the street if you see a giraffe there because they'll punch you. These are all valid sayings. sayings every one of them is you true. Hear every day. And wise. They're wisdom. Sage advice. It's sage advice from people who know better. And just to take it right back to why we started this interview in the first place, this rhino here was one of the prime examples of what I'm talking about. He was running around through this town. He was behind a glass enclosure. Of course. as They often live in glass. Which is not a safe way to store a rhino. So this rhino was in there. He would run up to the glass like he was playing with people, like he was showing some sort of awareness of his surroundings. This is just the human mind desperately searching for a way to humanize these creatures, hoping to find some spark of anything behind their eyes. But a rhino does not think. It does not reason. It does not feel. It is nothing. Yeah. And it's just, it's all instinct. Uh, And I deny the notion that humans have a rhino brain, a sub-rhino brain. I absolutely reject that. Uh, A lot of people think that we evolved from rhinos, and I am a staunch denier of that claim. I don't even really accept the fact that we evolved from any other species. From monkeys, I mean, please. Yeah, no matter how large the horn-like appendages that we may develop may be. Who knows? I don't know what everybody has. I'm not out there to judge. I'm not out there to judge. I stay in my own house for the most part, keeping an animal free. It's a lot of work to keep an animal free. Sometimes it is. Sometimes insects will slip in. I admit that. you got to get a screen. Well, I have a screen. I have a lot of screens. I have t- a two-screen system, but they still get through. That's a lot of screens. I, well, you got to make sure. That's a good amount. I'm trying to keep it safe, you know, but eventually a fly is going to get in. Of course. Bugs get in. Okay. I'm, I'm, not, trying to, I'm not trying to deny that. Now, the final thing I have to say on the subject is this, okay? Creatures that live in the sea, I will grant them their right to exist, provided they don't ever interact with the land, like these octopus you're talking about. You're willing to give up the sea? I'm willing to give up the sea, okay? The sea, we've had our chance at it. We haven't really thrived there, I think it's fair to say. All right. I know it's the last thing on your bucket list, probably. I'm, well, I'm willing to give it up. Okay. I'm willing to give That's up fair. the sea. The sea can just... Psh- be slipped away. There's too much in there. There's too much for us to... All right. We'll find other stuff to put in your bucket. But this octopus, though, okay? We got to deal with this. Yes. Obviously, we'll deal with that. I mean, it's science. You know? It's a science place. You can't have an octopus. Okay. Well, wait now. Tell me this. Tell me this. Place. Are they planning to either kill or dissect the octopus? Oh, I don't think anybody's in any shape to do that. People are just terrified. They're stricken with panic. Oh, so no one's... Gonna... Okay. If no one's doing anything, then yes. We need to take care of it. I'll dissect it. I'll run some studies on it. I'll see if it can help humans in any way. And if not, then we'll just uh, probably eat it. Okay. I think will probably be the best way to deal with it. All right, great. Uh, I think that's a great plan because I love to eat octopus. Me too. The last thing I wanted to say to you is there was just one more problem that everybody wanted you to deal sure, with. Sure, sure, of course. I'm, I'm here. I'm here for the city. Um, down at the the newspaper factory? Yeah. Um, there's one of those eight-legged things. And people want you to deal with that, with the web and the whole... Oh, gross. Are you talking about what I think you're talking about? Like a tarantula. Okay, well, I can take care of that, too. I mean, what's the highest priority, though? Are we saving the scientists or are we saving the press? Because the press has been known to print a lot of things about animals that I consider to be just completely false propaganda brainwashing being spread. I've heard them say animals are endangered. I'm in danger. 
And now they're asking for your help. When a hawk flies in or swoops overhead or an eagle lands on your shoulder, that's terrifying. And actually, a tarantula might be more dangerous than a snake. Really? You think so? Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd love to hear your explanation. Well, because they got multiple eyes. The eyes. Yeah. And they can move in a circular pattern. Well, snakes have a harder time with circles. Yeah, they're not good with circles. No, they're not good with circles. They're good at, like, twisty rope patterns, but not great with circles. Or boxes. Snakes are good in a box. Sure. But so are spiders, though. They thrive in a confined space. This is why we don't need to put all these protections in place for these spiders, you know? They're already thriving. we got to put them back. Push them back. Keep animals out of your home. Don't bring your spider to work if you're a journalist. Unbelievable. Why would anybody ever do that? Yeah. Why are you walking your pet spiders? Ugh. I don't even know why that's legal. Well, you can leash anything, as long as you have a leash. But I would prefer a choke chain of some kind. Yeah, but then people would be upset because you can't harm these things, even though they're all out to harm us. I'm not even sure that a choke chain would work on an exoskeleton, but somebody should invent something. Spiders have a skeleton on the outside? An exoskeleton, yes. Exactly. They're nothing like us. They have their skeleton on the outside. can't relate to these things. Their inside is just blood and goo. I have nothing in common with them. Nobody does. And yet, here these people are saying... Oh, a spider's harmless. A spider's more scared of you than you are of it. I don't think so. I don't think that's possible. I don't think so. Because I'm pretty terrified of spiders. Yeah, I'm not going to envenomate the spider. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. 100% of the time, it happens the other way around. It's about time we finally get an impartial journalist to report on this stuff. Because the way the media tells it right now, animals are being wiped out left and right. Yeah, wherever you look, there's a massacre. Another bloody Valentine's Day. But then when you look a little deeper, it's like, oh, no, human beings needed some land for a factory or a parking lot or something, and they had to clear away a bunch of gorillas or whatever. So it's a completely reasonable thing that's happened, but the media would have you believe it's this terrible destruction of the animal's home. Yeah. Like, oh, they're going to open up a new coffee stand, and 7,000 owls are going to be displaced. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, uh, is a coffee stand opening? Thank you. Do we Uh, need a coffee stand there? Yeah. Thank you very much. What do I want in the morning? First thing when I wake up. Coffee. Or a bunch of hooting. Do I want a bunch of hooting instead? Hooting and hollering. All night? Those things are nocturnal. Yeah, they never sleep. all night. Never sleep. They ruin the neighborhood. I didn't want to say it, but let's just say it. They ruin the neighborhood. It is what it is. Owls are a pariah even in the bird community. So They they turn their heads all the way around. Like something like that that movie where they had to get that thing out of that person. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. They had an evil spirit inside them. An evil spirit. That's right. An expulsion. So you could the be expulsionist. For- That's you, the movie. You could be forgiven completely if you took an owl and just strangled it. As far as I'm concerned. Well, I mean, is it in your house? But here's if it's in your house, then I agree. All day long, crying about it. If the owl gets in through your window, then I agree. You have the right to do whatever you need to do to defend your yourself home. and your family. It's in your home. It's in your home. Did this place used to be its natural habitat? Maybe. Who cares? Did it make a choice to enter into your home? Exactly. Violate. Your constitutional rights? That's all that matters to me. You know what? Even though I've given up the sea, the fact that sharks so brazenly bite our human being surfers and everything is pretty ridiculous, too. Well. I mean, I'll give up the sea, so it is kind of their fault, but at the same time, they're human beings. I respect a shark's right to defend its home. I do, too. Just like I defend mine. I do, too. I would be a hypocrite if I didn't, but... Still, there's something viscerally wrong about an animal attacking a human. Well, not when a human is entering its home. I know. That I have to respect, just like I respect the Constitution. Okay, you're right, you're right. I spoke out of turn there. You changed my mind on that one. 
I mean, if they're going to honor our rights, we have to honor we have theirs. To honor theirs. You're right. And I've conceded the C already, so I just got worked up. You know, I just, okay. I just got worked up. I know, I know. We're fighting on the right just, side of this. And the C has just taken so many, so many people from us, you know. All those people in the Titanic, the C took them. The great Steve Irwin killed by a, a, a creature that has a knife for a tail. Why, why are you carrying a knife everywhere you go? But, I mean, whatever it's the sea, you can do whatever they want. That's whatever. That's up to them to govern. If they want to allow creatures to swim around with knives on their tails and whatever they want, that's up to them. I really appreciate you granting me this interview. And thank you for calling me a hero. I appreciate that, too. I mean, I killed this rhino for myself, but also I knew it would help everybody out. Don't kid yourself, people. Animals do not like you. Let alone love you. Not like we do. You've been listening to the Dan and Jordan Show on gradio.ca. Edmonton's local station. Please continue to listen safely. You can also find the Dan and Jordan Show on Twitter at Dan and Jordan. Please consume safely. Thank you for the can opener. Anytime. Glad to be of service. I'm hoping you're going to share some of those beans. Some of those beans coming my way. Of course. I'll just grab a can here. Oh, Heinz. I remember Heinz. Sorry, I was just looking at this can of Flammo beans, and I was thinking back to when we had Heinz. I'll open it. Yeah, good. Thank you. I don't really see what the problem is with Flammo beans, but whatever. Nothing. There's no problem. Flammo is great. We're going to cook these up, right? I mean, we're not just going to eat them raw like hobos. No, we're not going to eat them raw like hobos. I refuse to admit I'm a hobo. I don't care if we're living on the streets. I'm still a civilized person. We'll find a barrel to set on fire, whatever we got to do. I know that's kind of a hobo cliche as well, but we'll do what we need to do. I, if we ever have to become hobos, we will do that. No, okay. we won't. We may be homeless, but we're not hobos. We're just two homeless men. Just two homeless men. Can of beans. Can of beans. Flammo instead of Heinz. Fine, okay? Let's just find a garbage can fire. And All right. we'll roast these beans up. and That's fine. Here's a garbage can here. Perfect. All right? Well, Perfect. There's just some trash in it. Let me get it out. Light it up. We'll, we'll... Oh, my God. What? What is it? It's a winning lottery ticket. Are you serious? Look at this. It's got today's date on it. Oh, it's my an official... God. How could that get thrown out? And you just know the lottery numbers. That's amazing. I saw them when they blew into my face. On a... They were on a newspaper. Oh, a newspaper. Pro... Oh, right. That you were sleeping on. Yeah. You know how I love to sleep I, on the course, New York Times. Of course, I sleep on a newspaper myself. I understand completely. You know, I know you like to sleep on magazines sometimes. Well, whatever I can find, honestly. Well, yeah. I mean, magazines are pretty comfortable. Crinkle, though. They're loud. Loud pages. But yeah. Let's cash this in, man. Well, sure. Yeah, obviously we should. If that's a winning, Let's do it. The hobos cash in the check. They're not hobos. They're homeless men. They're homeless men. They cash in the check, and they move into a, a great big mansion. Oh, man. Look at this. We are living large now. Yeah, this is great. <sighs> this is great. I uh, I got some beans. You want some beans? I was just about to talk to you about dinner. Oh, are you going to offer me beans? Is that? I, I was. Oh, great. Well, hold I... on. Let me get mine from the cupboard. Okay, and I'll get mine from my cupboard. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Now let's go find a garbage can that we, we can heat yeah, these I up agree. in. I agree. It's going to be amazing. I got my flammo, right? Yours too? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm so glad that money didn't change us. <laughs> Why is your mouth so dry? It gets dry because uh, when I'm thinking about food, you know how normally people's mouths water? Water, yeah. They salivate. Mine dry up. Really? Yeah. My mouth dries up when I think of something delicious. Like I really want to eat like a big juicy steak. And your mouth just goes completely dry. My mouth just shrivels. 
Wow. It's interesting condition. It's I've evolved this way. I've trained myself. Oh, oh, I see. This is learned behavior. Yes. The water in my mouth dilutes the flavor of everything that I eat. So if you want more pure flavor, you get less water in there. That I makes with, perfect sense. I withdraw the moisture, yes, to enhance the flavor. Makes perfect sense to me. So do you have the same effect with the rest of your body? For instance, when you're feeling sad and maybe you were gonna cry, do your eyes get dry? Very, get very dry, dry eyes. Of course. They get extremely dry. Um, almost a bit chalky when I blink. Little puffs come out. Puffs of chalk. Yes, yeah, just eye dust, really. That's more disgusting than chalk. It looks better when they're at a neutral state. Well, that's fantastic. But, this uh, must have had a lot of great effects for your life. It really has. It's enhanced my vision and my palate. So you're just getting pure flavor directly onto your taste buds. Yes, so I live uh, a more exquisite lifestyle. I like to look at very, very beautiful things, my enhanced vision. Of course. Taste just amazing delights with my mouth. All sorts of subtleties. So are there any drawbacks, though, to the mouth thing? Because I would think if you ate something especially disgusting, you'd experience it even more greatly than I would. Me, uh, a guy with a regular mouth. Yes, I'm much more sensitive than you might imagine, which is why I'm hesitant to have you over for dinner. I, I want to respect you. So Thank you. I, I'm I very grateful you. that you have brought this food before me. I just I can't have what you're having. I'm sorry. Well, what are you going to have then? I will uh, enjoy the subtleties of this cup of water. A cup of water is what you're going to eat for dinner? In front of you, yes. Oh, I see. So once I leave, you're going to eat some real dinner is what you're saying? Correct. Well, why don't I just leave right now? I'll take my packed up food and just be on my way. My food's not good enough. Now, Here I was I don't trying be... to make small talk. and I don't want to be inhospitable. So please come in. Let's enjoy each other's company. And you can eat if you're hungry. And I'll just... My appetite is disappearing as we speak. Well, then you should eat now. Here I was trying to make conversation about your weird afflictions. I guess I can dilute my taste well, how to long does accommodate. It take? Oh, is that? Well, no, forget it. I'll take my mashed potatoes and my roast beef and I'll go elsewhere. Look. Maybe I'm... I'll take it to a dumpster and just throw it in the dumpster. I don't want you to have to throw away food. I mean, I, I'm not going like to say that. good food, but I'm just, I don't want you to have to at least donate it. At least fine, donate it. Fine. Don't I'll just throw it, it in the dumpster. Or something. Fine, I will. If you don't want to eat it, you don't have to eat it. But here I was in good faith, listening to your stories and your anecdotes, just trying to supply a nice dinner. I'm standing on your doorstep. You just finally had let me in just a few seconds ago. You always have a seat at my table. Okay. okay good. We'll eat dinner. Okay. Okay. I might have overreacted. I'm sorry. That's okay. But you were being kind of a jerk. You got to admit that. You see, when I reduce the moisture in my mouth, it also reduces the moisture in my brain. Oh. Well, see, that, that seems serious. It is. I've consulted many doctors, but the source of the problem continues to elude them. Well, it sounds like moisture is just kind of lacking overall in your whole body. Perhaps. Does your bladder dry up like this as well? or Other fluids are just their regular fluid state, all contained to the head. Well, hey, that's fair. You know, you know your own specific disease better than I ever could. Well, I think we should talk about snakes. Yeah, sure. They'll strike when provoked. They'll strike when unprovoked. Depending on their temperament. Snakes dance, too. Dance? What do you mean they dance? Well, I've seen uh, some footage where a snake will dance. I saw a rabbit once playing some sort of uh, instrument, and the snake came out of the basket and started dancing. And that's intriguing. You know, my favorite part about a woman is when she dances. So I'm thinking, hey, maybe it's dancing that I'm into. Well, listen, you ain't I'm willing seen... to check this snake out. Yeah, you ain't seen nothing yet. 
and if you haven't seen a snake dance, then you're really in for something here. You want to go check out the club? We should go to the club right now. Okay. Yeah. Sure. At the club. Yeah. So this is what I'm talking about here. Do their own hissing and everything. You know, I, I really, I interpreted that as a connection. I don't think she hisses at everybody. Well, I mean, it's her job. You know, you wanna don't want to get attached to these. These snake dancers, they're just dancers. Did you see the way that that snake moved, though? Yeah, I know. It's amazing, right? I've never seen anything like that. There is no exactly. woman who can twist and turn. Of course not. Just a like snake. Like that animal. Just a snake. I mean, I'm not, like, attracted to it, the snake, but wow, I am attracted to the dance. The movements, I know. I don't know if I, I can know. separate the two. Well, you got to learn to separate the two, okay? What I've been doing is I've been getting my wife to go down to this little class that they have now for snake dancing. She's been slowly trying to learn some of the moves. I mean, she's not great. She's not at snake levels, obviously, but you can't expect that. There's a whole class? Yeah, there's a class that's offered at the rec center now. You know what? That's probably a great place for me to meet women. Well, no, no, it's it's women only, I'm afraid. Well, that's perfect because that's exactly what I'm looking for. Only no, 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 they're not going to let you in the woman. class. I tried that. I tried that already. I'll get them as they come out the door. Okay, well, that's a better plan. That's a good plan. I never thought that. We cut to the class. You know what? I... I tried. I tried being into it. I tried, and it was a woman, and it was a dancing. You didn't like it. I think maybe I'm going to have to see the snake again. It might have been the hiss that I was into. Maybe I'm just attracted maybe to Maybe just the hissing. Hissing noise, but no there, was no, there was no sound before before when I was attracted. It was just the yeah, dance. Yeah, just the dance. The hiss kind of came afterwards. I think you're getting the hiss all muddled up with the way it went down. I think maybe that hiss wasn't meant for me. I don't think it was. I think it was just in general. It was just the sound that was being made in the course of the snake dancing, trying to charm the customers, you know? She's one of these snake charmers, you know? Just charms everybody who comes along. Everybody who comes along. You know how these snakes are. Listen, I don't mean to come down on snakes hard or anything, because I love the dance too, you know? Like, I love that too. But I'm saying, you know, you got to separate the snake from the dance. One more week, one more Dan and Jordan show over. But we'll be back again next Saturday at 7 on gradio.ca. And you can also find us on Twitter at Dan and Jordan or on Facebook at Dan and Jordan Show. Or watch us on Shaw Television if you're in Edmonton. We got a show on Tuesday at 8.30, so tune in. <laughs>